listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Good morning. This is the Frank Skinner Show. This week, our supreme leader um, <laughs> is... Other- is that OK? Supreme leader? He's otherwise engaged, Al. That was the official statement from the uh, TV channel. Um, I'm here. I'm Emily Dean, London's shortest sidekick. I'm joined by the ever-marvellous Alan Cochran and the fabulous Gareth Richards. Good morning. Good morning, boys. Oh, we morning. should do the business. You can follow the show on Twitter, at Frank on the Radio, or you can email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Can I say how I feel this morning? Oh, sitting, feelings. <laughs> sit, I'm not getting emotional, don't worry. It's all about worry. feelings, isn't it, these days? Go on. Well, it's more, <laughs> it's more what my view is with you two. Okay, yeah. I feel a bit like when the two sort of youngish dads come to the school playground gates and everyone's got a bit of a crush on them. Oh, <laughs> and I'll, I'll take youngish, but at 43, I don't think I'm a youngish dad. Well, I think forty-three. You don't look forty-three. Oh, better, let's, better. Let's not get Good. on. Let's not get better. on to people's ages. <laughs> um, but I feel a bit like then the mums get girlish, yeah, and they get a little bit. They do. Um, they do. They say, "Oh, Alan, I've been meaning to talk to you about drop-offs." <laughs> <laughs> they have a little flirt with you, I reckon. That's okay. See. I uh, I take my kids to a northern school. Drop-offs in the playground is a quite uncouth euphemism. <laughs> um, anyway, continue. Okay. Um, I've got something I need to discuss with you before we kick off this morning. Right. It's something that's caused me immense embarrassment. Brilliant. I thought you might say that. Good stuff. Okay. I had an incident this week that was so horrifically embarrassing. Oh, excellent. I haven't I even my chair. been gathered by the fireside. Yes. I haven't even been able to share it with some of the people that were there that evening. So this is breaking news for them. That's how hideous it was. Breaking embarrassment news. Okay. So buckle up everyone. So I went to my friend's gig this week. You're familiar with the comedian Catherine Ryan? Oh yes. Yeah. Funny. Excellent. Very funny. Very funny lady. She's funny um, lady. That's what they would have said in the 70s. That's what they said about women. <laughs> Very funny lady. Great lady. Uh, brilliant show. It's called Glitterum, can I say. It was on at the Garrett. Catherine is... She's a bit of a stone-cold fox. So I want to make an effort for her. I got the prosthetics out and, you know, the heels. And I took two Gen Zers along. Are you familiar with the concept of the Gen Zer? Gen Zers. Mm. Young people. Yeah. Is it millennials? So what is when I is think Gen he nailed Z? It. Until he said millennials yeah. and then he spoiled it. <laughs> then he ruined it. Gen... But young people, if you just stayed with young people, I right. think you were all right. Gen Zers are basically I would say how old how old are you, people? Yeah. Oh she says she's twenty six, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Gen Zers are generally in their early twenties. These right. two oh, okay. so I'm with my goddaughter. So it's a subset of millennials. Yeah. Is it or is it after millennials? Oh, they're yeah. no subset. I they're, thought they're the post millennials own... was after millennials. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. There was the thing in the news this week about the classifications. Oh, oh, was that? Along in your scrapbook. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're young, okay? Yeah, okay. Gotcha. And I know they're young because they say things like savage. Oh right. You know, that's the word they all use now. Yeah, is yeah. it? Yeah, I'm gonna try it out. Savage. It's good. <laughs> Does that sound good? <laughs> that sounded like you were ordering some dogs on someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Savage. It, it sounded like Robbie had cheated on me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so but they're a great companion, I find, because they don't get messy on the drink. The young right. people, no, the Gen Zers. they don't Zs. these days, these Gen Zers, because right. they've got their avocado smoothies. They don't do alcohol. Oh, really? They don't yeah. drink cider anymore. Cider was the thing when I was young, I think. Yeah, cider and black, maybe. No. They, what was that? Oh, cider and black? Was that yeah, snake bite and black? Blackcurrant cordial, really. <laughs> uh, um, but they... Cider and blackcurrant cordial? That's a, That was a drink, yeah. Wow. Uh, not one that I enjoyed. Too but, sweet. But it happened. Too yeah. sweet. Also, I don't know if I approve. I mean, that's essentially Ribena and alcohol, which is a a children's drink, surely. Trailblazer for the Alco Pop, looking (laughs) back on it. Whatever happened to the Alco Pop? Still going, I think. Is it? Can you still get it? I've had about five already today, so... (laughs) Oh, God. Early start for Alan Cochran. Um, So... Basically, we're we're at the theatre. I'm with the Gen Zers. I'm having a lovely time. And suddenly, I just felt something odd in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> OK. Shall I, shall I leave them hanging? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to leave them hanging. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I was talking... Before that, uh, oh, I was at a gig, wasn't I? You were yes. at a gig. I'd gone and to Chatham. What had happened, Al? I think you left us on a cliffhanger where you had something <laughs> in your mouth or something in your throat. Is that so, something unexpected that you weren't expecting to be in your mouth? Those are my oh, kind well, of. We don't remember. I don't remember her articulating that because I was hoping that Emily was then going to discuss like individual teeth using the dentist sort of index. <laughs> right. Well, I'm right here. I can tell you. <laughs> So, oh, oh, I'll tell you who else were performing that night, supporting Catherine. The Is it the London Gay Men's Chorus? Oh, really? Yeah, absolutely fabulous. I can think of no better word. Mm, absolutely this. fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard of that. They sung, I'm going to wash that man right out of my hair. That's what oh. I want. It wasn't a very Donald Trump-friendly evening, but I don't care. I enjoyed right. it. Uh so I feel this thing in my mouth and you know what it was I thought I bet it's I mean I don't want to get too technical here but I feel I'm amongst friends I thought maybe it's a stray bit of that minstrel I had earlier mm-hmm. you know it has the hard the coating sweet. <laughs> you know the hard coating on the just, top of the minstrel yeah so I thought I have some chewing gum I was like, I don't think there's a musical act opening for Catherine but yeah no the, you mean the sweet I yes. do so I had so I had the chewing gum and Everything was okay, or so I thought. Felt something odd. Suddenly felt a tap on my shoulder. <laughs> Wouldn't you know? It's the editor of Cosmopolitan oh, okay. magazine. Nice. I mean, she's a stunning woman. Very elegant, very she. glamorous. Yeah. So it was unfortunate that it was her I ran into as I felt my tooth come out. Ooh. My tooth came no. out. <laughs> Your tooth came out? Yeah. <laughs> My tooth. Right out. My tooth came out. Into a piece of chewing gum. Yeah. It oh. was in my mouth. I could feel it. <laughs> oh, so, my God. Whilst you're speaking to someone glamorous. <laughs> whilst I'm speaking to the editor of Cosmopolitan, <laughs> my tooth came out of my mouth. It wasn't one right at the back. Right. I mean, it was... It was <laughs> the front one. Sort yeah. of medieval farmhand. Brilliant. Location-wise. And did it have, like, a root and you're holding yeah, it all sort of yeah. red in it? Big, ugly root. <laughs> yeah. And to make matters even better... 
It was a crown, I think. So there was a little silver cane on the end of it. Oh, okay. So I could feel my tooth in my mouth, and I thought, as she was talking, I thought, I don't know what to do here. I don't know what to do. This is the editor of Cosmopolitan. Yeah. I, I'm going to open my mouth and be like Shane McGowan. Well, can I say that? <laughs> At least it went into your mouth, because the worst thing is when you give someone a big cheesy smile and then one of your teeth <laughs> drops out. I know, mm. this is true. So I thought... I know what I'm going to do. I need to remove the tooth. You could still from my style mouth. this out. You're still at the styling out. There's a possibility of styling out that your teeth are yeah. falling out. What do you think? It's quite What's hard. It's possible. Yeah, but the editor of Just swallow it like, like old chewing gum. Just... Do you know how much crowns cost? No. They're expensive. Oh, I know how much real crowns cost. I okay. wear them around the house all the time. But you mean dental crowns, so... I've just thought, what a, you what a know great... You Emily, do you? It could be actual <laughs> crowns. Yeah. I'm just thinking, what a great autobiography title. Do you know how much crowns cost? Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. By the way, it is the Frank Skinner show, but Frank's not here this morning. What were you going to say, Al? I was going to say, Emily Dean is doing a fine job of hosting the show, considering her, uh, her <laughs> mishap. Compl- completely mi- toothless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Considering I'm a toothless old toothless hag. somewhat toothless performance. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not entirely toothless, but I've no. shown you the gap, but and one, it's significant. One mm-hmm. came out mid-conversation with someone glamorous, for anybody who's just joined. That's. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's the worst thing that could happen. Like, if you were speaking to some of the people I know that... Mm. You know, they've got gappy teeth. and Comics, not, in other words. Yeah, yeah, and, and the northern. Yeah. Um, I, you know, it would be it would be fine, but this glamorous lady that's cosmopolitan or Ed, something, yeah. I don't mean she is cosmopolitan. She, yeah. mm, she probably is. <laughs> I know what you mean. I mean, I don't... I Obviously, I miss and love our supreme leader, but... Is that Frank? Yeah. Are we allowed to say supreme leader? Is that cultural yeah, appropriation what, what from the North Koreans? Now. Well, he no, he is actually our supreme leader. Right. What I would say, though, is if that happened in front of Frank, I don't think I'd feel shame. Oh, right, yeah. I think Frank might think, oh, it's a Tuesday, your teeth fell out. Yeah. <laughs> no offence, but editor of Cosmopolitan, it's a whole different ballgame. Yeah. So at this point, I'm thinking, what do I do? The tooth's in my mouth. I've got to speak. What am I going to do? How am I going to ditch the tooth? Please do. About your attire. Were you wearing anything with, like, a chest pocket? uh, (laughs) How dare you? That would have been handy, wouldn't it? Just just spit it in there and carry on with your day. Well. Deal with it later. I didn't spit it in there. But what I did do was pretend that I was spitting my (laughs) gum into my hand. Oh. So I went... And you spat gum and And I tooth. spat the tooth and the gum into the hand. Very well done. So then I had the sticky okay? gum-tooth combo in one hand. Mm, yeah. I thought, I'm going to have to separate these two. They can't, they can't, these souls can't exist together. No, it'd harden and, yeah, it wouldn't Separated nice. them. I think she noticed the cosmopolitan editor. She didn't look me in the eye. She looked at me a bit strangely after that. Things weren't the same. I thought I can go to the bathroom and sort this out. Mm-hmm. Just as I thought that, Rasheen Connerty comes over. Oh, Familiar yeah. with Rasheen Connerty? Mm-hmm. No, her. Comedian. Very good comic and a lovely lovely lady. Nice. She says, Emily. Luckily, I'm on cheek kissing terms with her, but I right. don't know her friend who extends her hand to shake it. 
I've got gum in one, tooth in the other. Oh, no. So I sort of... Gum or tooth? You decide. <laughs> I ended up punching her hand. Oh, no, you did a fist bump. Fist bump. She said, Emily, do you do fist bumps now? I said, yeah. <laughs> See, I'm so honesty compulsion. I would have had to say, I do, but only when my tooth has just fallen out and I've had to separate it from a lump of gum at the theatre. <laughs> Decided. It's a bit like I did a gig this week and arrived, and um, the person came to meet me and said, "How oh, shall I get in the car um, <laughs> to show you where it is?" And I'd been, it'd been a long journey, and I, yeah. I'd had to break wind quite a lot of times. Oh, no. <laughs> so oh I, no! Oh so, please! So the young lady was like, "Shall I get in the car?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> No, you can't get in the car. (laughs) So she was like, oh, okay." So she had to walk. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I realised that afterwards. And all because the gentleman (laughs) couldn't control himself. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Could I just say, if there are any dentists listening this morning... I mean... In the London area. Yeah, I do have a dentist. She's Come lo- and knock on the door. She's lovely. But, I mean, that's, is that, I've got the crown. I've still got it. you got it? Well, I'm worried. I mean, they're expensive. We were having a slight debate off air about what they do cost. Oh, yeah. So, you know, if you how have any... How crown? much is a crown? Any and, members and, of the royal family? And can it get replaced? Can it get put back in, the one that you had already? Well, let's hope so. Fingers crossed. I mean, I'd like to know that if there are any dental people. Why do I? When I host the show, I always do things like, how much does a crown cost? How much does it cost to build a wall? It's always money-based. It is, yes. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe you're um, money mad. Have we had any outside world? uh, I I have an email that I liked from my Friday night trawl where I look through the ones that land on a Friday evening and... uh, it's entitled Important Information. Sorry, Al, to interrupt. I feel we should have a jingle for your Friday night trawl. No, but I don't have one, so that. I'm going to go with this. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Because I like your trawl. Um, important Information. Hi, all. Can I ask you to not discuss anything important between 9 and 9.15, please? <laughs> I take my daughter to work on Broad Street and I lose signal between five ways and the Ladywood sign like a Pied Piper. <laughs> I nearly missed out on tyre red- regs right last week. <laughs> That was when we were discussing the uh, important topic of the day last week. Tire tread. Tire tread minimum depth. uh, 1.6 millimetres for anybody that missed last week and is wondering. Uh, Last week, but luckily Emily recapped as a result of (laughs) William the Brazilian. I think it was Willie Ann. Yes, it was, Um, yeah. She needs to be recapped this week. Oh, (laughs) excellent work. Trayvon. I don't want to get a cap. They're expensive. Is that what Simon Cat? Oh, no, he has veneers, doesn't he? Does he? Yeah, he has veneers. I thought he walked funny. It's all veneers nowadays. What do you mean? He looks great. <laughs> I would love to look like that. Um, so what do we think of Can this? I, the idea that our, uh, our readership slash listenership yeah. are actually requesting us not to discuss anything important. I would have thought that's a message that didn't need sending. Um, yeah, nothing yeah. important between nine and nine fifteen. I'll, so don't I'll worry, do it better for you. It'll be fine. We'll do the whole three hours. <laughs> so we won't do the. So if any the dentists who are going to send in the price of a crown, mm-hmm. maybe don't do that between those between the hours of nine and nine fifteen, because we don't want. To, oh, I'm just itching. Can you hear? 
That's yeah. what Frank does. Um, you know what? That gentleman mentioned Broad Street. Uh, lady. Oh, lady. Lady. Although it, it might be a gentleman. That, I happen Ruth to know that's in Birmingham, and that's a that's a central thoroughfare, and it's one of my favourite streets. Okay, I'm it just is. telling you that mm. as, as a piece of information. It's good. good yeah. We went to see um, Frank Starr get put there. Is that where Frank Starr yeah, is? Yeah, Frank oh, Starr yeah. is there, Broad oh, Street. I hope he's still there. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe covered with vomit by now. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Um, well, you've set, you've lit up the switchboard with the, oh. your. Uh, how much does a crown cost, and can <laughs> one be reused if you've got it in your handbag? I think Frank would be in. so proud of me. I think so. The work I'm doing this morning. Um, Nine eight two has uh, suggested, dear Emily, crowns in London are indeed expensive. <gasps> They're generally a lot less out in the wilds. I'm a private. He's in the wilds. I'm a private dentist in Wolverhampton, and we charge up I'm to. I'm a private dancer. Up to about a hundred, about five hundred and fifty pounds, depending on what <gasps> type of crown you have. Emacs crowns. I love a bit of detail. I'm changing that to crazy prices. Emacs crowns are beautiful and are all porcelain. I like the fact he loves his job. This person. Yeah. Uh, Bonded crowns with a metal core and porcelain covering are cheaper. Hope that helps. Terry. Thanks, Terry. Do you know, I like the idea of having a dentist called Terry as well. Mm, How do you like the idea of having a dentist in Wolverhampton? (laughs) I could live with that. Okay. Terry, book her in. Yeah. Private dentist. When can you do? When can you do? Hang on a second. I mean, that's, you know, it's... I think it's um, worse than I feared, better than I hoped. Well, um... 295 a dentist from Harpenden Michael he's quoted you 50 to 250 so I mean that's closer 50 pounds yeah 50 so. to 250 w- crown costs very usually depending on the quality of the laboratory but usually range from 50 to 250 so frankly Terry you are <laughs> mugging us off has he mugged us right he's off he's mugged us right off Michael a- Michael would you mind texting again and just telling us whether or not you meant bonded crowns or yeah. Emacs crowns because yeah. we know that also uh, no, I'm only kidding I'm I mean, yeah, I, no. I have to say, I am a bit worried. Was it Michael who suggested the £50 crown? 50 to 250 from okay. Michael, yeah. I've got concerns about the £50 too. Yes. Yeah. Well, Terry says it's porcelain bonded crowns where Michael's are made of wood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is the thing. The wooden tooth, not practical. <laughs> Is it really? Oh, babyish. I did, yeah, a bit babyish. It is a bit. I, do, is. I just, I just think the wooden tooth. I mean, I'd rather have the gap at the moment. Yeah, it's all right. The gap's not. A, I mean, it's not like visible. Gap's very fashionable. Front. I mean, traditionally in the front between the front two, not <laughs> big ones at the side. But you could bring that in, Em. Especially networking with the editor of Cosmopolitan. I mean, you might be surprised. It might be all gap tooth. Might be the new black. Do you know? Plowman Chic is so hot right now. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Fancy myself a little bit of Gareth Richards corner. What's oh, going nice. on over there? What do you, what do you want to know? I nice, don't know. lovely to be here in the big city. Good. Not uh, London. Mm, I got the train in. Oh, did you? Um, and I've got a system. We get cars, don't mention that, Al. <laughs> Embarrassing. I, I walked. Did you? Okay, it's just me that gets the car then. Okay, yep. a bit embarrassing. Wow, I've got some really good boots. 
Um, and well, I, if you had, sorry, I was going to say, with people with teeth like me, normally you have to walk. <laughs> didn't have cars in our day. <laughs> Continue. Um, I and I have a system whereby because at the train station, if well, if you know, if you need to go to the bathroom at the train station, it will cost you. Oh yeah. Okay. So I always try and use the train facilities oh, just clever. before getting in. That is clever. Oh, okay. Yeah. So just like ten minutes before arrival, I. When well, you say that, oh, what you go on the train? Oh, before you're arriving, you try and yeah, use yeah. the train facilities. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, but I. Rather than pay the full twenty pence at the station. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Waste wait, not one knock, guys. Wait till you hear how not much one not. pumpkin lattes are in Manchester. £4.25, you know, I believe, they're going for. Scenes of chaos have broken out in this studio while the music was on because the girls were discussing, the millennials, they were saying, pumpkin latte, £4. I can't you believe, believe it. it. I can't believe it, £4.25 Manchester. Be cheaper to buy London. your own pumpkin, yeah. latte it. Indeed, <laughs> spice it up. I know. It's an absolute outrage. I but remember I when £4 a pint for lager came in and people were outraged. Now well, people Al, are... that's what the youth used to argue about. Now oh. it's the pumpkin latte crisis. The great pumpkin latte Different world, crisis Different of world. 2018. Gareth, over to you Gareth. in a regional Sorry. train toilet. So I, right, I, so I go to the first toilet on the train, down the carriage. Great call. Red, engaged. Okay. So I have to go to the next one. Mm-hmm. Red, engaged. Thanks for helpfully pointing out the colour. <laughs> yeah, you know the little colour. Yes, yeah. I know. Um, and so I have to make my way back to the first one because I'm out of time now. Mm. And as I'm going, a lady gets up okay. with a child. Okay. A child who can walk, mm. <laughs> like I mean a toddler, not okay. a baby. Already, I'm sensing you're leading the witness against her. And yeah. they move so slowly, this woman, mm. and. I was getting angry with how slowly they are moving because mm. I want to get to the toilet before the check. And as we arrive at the toilet, the door opens, a man comes out, lady with child said, oh, perfect timing. They're and going. goes into that toilet. So, you know what? I thought, no, not perfect timing. Oh, no. Not yes. perfect timing at all. Worst possible timing for me in the whole world. Uh, did you say anything? He no. soiled himself. Because he just <laughs> soiled himself. Like, your tooth came out and then dot, dot, dot. I urinated all over those it's people. It's a weird show. I'm wondering what my bit is going to be. What's falling apart? I mean, Gareth and I have turned into characters depicted on the Bayer tapestry. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with us? You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. This is the Frank Skinner Show, by the way. I'm Emily Dean. Uh, I'm with Alan Cochran and Gareth Richards. You can follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. You can email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Hi there, boys. We've been, I've been using the word, uh, we've used the word babyish a lot this morning. <laughs> so I wonder if I should explain to our readers why I'm a fan of that particular word. It involves a bit of name dropping, but name dropping by proxy. It came when I encountered uh, Mick Jagger's brother. Chris Mick Jagger's Jag- brother? Yes, Chris Jagger. Uh-huh. 
Shout I, out to Chris. Shout out to Chris. Is if he you're still listening. with us? I don't know. I believe so. Oh, well, okay. I was, I was an, ind- I was sort of very young. I was a graduate trainee at the Sunday Times. Don't worry, this story isn't going down a dark place. No, and, I love the story though. <laughs> well, no, we were doing a um, an interview with him and Mick, and right. I think we'd agreed to do it in you know the Q and A form, mm. as opposed to what's called in the trade a write through. Oh, nice. You write a write through, which is okay. when the text isn't broken up. So it's sort of set out a bit like a script with the names and. You Colons and they're all just integrated as part of the article. You've got it in one, Gary. Hmm. Well if done. it was you interviewing Alan, it would say G. Yeah. Then it might say A. Uh, we suggested that, but Chris didn't want to do that. He said, I don't like it. <laughs> I said, oh, so why not? He said, it's just a bit babyish. <laughs> <laughs> babyish? Yeah. So, Chris, I love babyish. Chris though. Jagger thinks the QA format is babyish, <laughs> which, you babyish. know, I can't argue with that. <laughs> That's a that's um well a bit babyish this week I think Kylie Jenner oh. babyish Kylie so Jenner it's it's kind of a parable for our times um, Kylie Jenner who is I believe is she part of the sort of um, Keeping Up with the Kardashians show Emily she you is. need to slightly educate me on sure who is Kylie Jenner sure um I can do that she's the half sister of Kim Kardashian. Hang oh. on, I'm just writing this down. Okay. Half sister. Half Alan's drawing a family sister. tree. Is, it, um, <laughs> is this a fraction? Is this like one of those uh, questions at school? If you get a half, half and a three quarters, second cousin twice removed. I feel like I'm doing one of those uh, sort of learn English, learn learn Spanish. Sorry, and hmm. half sister Kim Kardashian. Okay. So, so these are people who are um, documenting their lives in a number of ways, both on TV, but also Instagram. So she... Yeah. Um, Very much has, in the public eye, aren't they? Yes. And she has a lively Instagram feed where she um, <laughs> keeps everyone... Sorry, can we just please unpack... What, what is it? Can we please unpack that? There's a lot to unpack there. She has a lively Instagram feed. Oh, I enjoyed feed. that. Ow. He said he's just described <laughs> someone's Instagram feed as lively. That is good. I'm doing. I'm, I'm switching into my professional radio presenter tabloid mode, voice. Oh, yeah, no, but it's it, like, not a Highland fling like, for heaven's sake. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not a wedding in the Trossachs. Um, go on. Yes. So she's got a lively. When you say lively, do you mean largely I mean, I naked? Think she's quite reg- no, no, regularly. No, well, it seems to be mostly food. Oh. Um, well, that I've seen that. so far on this. I'm sure there are Instagram saucy. For, saucy. <laughs> saucy. You think there's saucy gone. pics? I don't think <laughs> so. Wasn't she a child pics. star? So. Well, I don't think she had a choice 21 in the matter. Now. 21. She's 21. Um, okay. She, she is worth 900 million, we should say. What? Yes. Wow. At 21? Yeah. God, that's better than I was doing. I probably don't need to tell you. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. We're going to come back to this in a minute, but I'll tell you what she's got. A lively bank account. <laughs> We're talking about Kylie Jenner this morning, progeny of... What's her name? Is it Chris Jenner, Daisy? Asking the pumpkin latte correspondent, isn't there? Uh, yeah, so there is... I mean, there are many things going on in the world, but I'm, I think this is the foremost controversy this week, mm. um, that she's been caught in a lie. She was. So they've... Um, because the thing with Instagram is people it's have lively. access to evidence... 
to check out your claims. Oh, right. Yeah. And so, She's you know, not if gone you... for job seekers allowance, actually. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot... There's a lot of proof that she's got money on that Instagram feed. She's not like those people proof. who are caught dancing in Greek bars on a holiday. Oh, yeah. He's on disability benefits and he's gone on a pole dancing course. <laughs> They're always on holiday, the nanas, aren't they? Uh, anyway. No, it's much more serious than that. Well, she got happened? caught in a new um, lie. She said um, that she um, had tried... She said, last night I had cereal milk. I had cereal with milk mm -hmm. for the first time. Right. Life-changing. Okay. So it's big news. She's claiming that at the age of 21, she had cereals with milk for the first time. I think she's been I listening to this show <laughs> and she's heard us talking about how Michael Owen couldn't make a cup of tea until, I think, yeah. the last few months. Mm. And she's thought, I'm having that. I like the way Gareth is referring to it as cereals, like at some <laughs> harvest festival. Do you remember whatever happened to Harvest Festival? Do I you think still get still that? Still alive and yeah, well. Still in the do end. your children still have to? We used to have to. We never had anything. Like, all I could ever bring, I used to have to bring like bottles of strange liqueurs. <laughs> we didn't have food like that in the house. This wine is well past its best. We've had yeah. it in the cellar for some time, we and it's gone over. <laughs> and so we think it should go to a good home. We genuinely brought claret and things to the Harvest Brilliant. Festival. We didn't know Brilliant. what it was. My parents didn't understand. Anyway, as you so were the, so the cereals. Pro the problem with this mm. is people. People trawled back through her feed mm. and found that in 2013 she had posted a picture of bran flakes with strawberries and blueberries with milk. <gasps> the prosecution rests, Your Honour. You know, you know what I'm. Please gonna... look at Exhibit A. Well, you know, bran flakes, milk, blueberries, strawberries. Liar! Jacuzzi. <laughs> Is it lying though? Well, I'll tell you what it is, Al. Lies make it's, baby Jesus um, cry. I'll tell you what it is. <laughs> it's, it is fake. <laughs> oh, come on, that's fake, good. Fake moves. Yeah, I'm really happy with oh, that. I like that. Um, I, would like say, I would say, is this a lie? <laughs> come on, let's be kind to the woman. Was she doing... So we should say the original picture looks... Some people have said it's yogurt. Oh, maybe. Okay. Some people have said she was just doing it for the gram. Oh, Are you the familiar first with that one. concept, Gareth? Right, yeah, yeah. Yes, for Instagram. Well, that would be lying. That was claiming that she is right, hyperbolizing. Like, maybe trying to make her life seem more of note than it is by claiming she'd never had milk before. <laughs> Which I think she thought would blow people's minds. See, I don't think that's lying so much as misremembering. Surely, like, if you've yes, had, so, if you've mean, had cereal think... with milk five years ago and then you have cereal with milk again, I think you're entitled to go, yeah, it's my first yeah, time. No you're one... sort of rounding it up to the first time. No one has milk anymore. They? No, milk is a thing of the past. Do oh, you, see do this? these young people have milk? Yeah, I stayed with friends and there was the offer of oat drink. Oh, <laughs> oat disgusting. Drink. What's oat drink? It looked like a, a white fluid oh. <laughs> made from oats. <laughs> this is gross. In lieu of milk. <laughs> I can't drink that with my toothless issues. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Kylie Jenner, Serial Gate? Yes, oh, let's call it. I didn't know that, uh, Bill uh, Gates' child. Well, I just, um, <laughs> can I give a shout-out to the mm. uh, quite high number of 
texters that have gone for the serial offender pun. Yeah. Oh, Tony and Hitchin. I love our reading. Ian Angle, um, serial liar. So serial liar. Do you know what they're going to get there's for that? There's a few. That's my pr- approving fake news jingle. Yeah, so, so yeah. is she a liar? Well, she claimed... Um, for recap, she claimed that she... Well, she said, I always liked cereal dry. I never bothered to put milk. See, that's the bit that I hate <laughs> Too about Too much her. bother. I, I <laughs> I'm, actually, not, I'm not bothered. <laughs> I dislike people that have dry cereal, and, and I'm including my own progeny in that. So, so wow. My, my kids don't always have milk, and I just think it's so weird. Weirdos! Yeah. If it's a you're bit... going to eat cereal, which I don't think you should, but if you are going to, I think you should have one part cereal to two parts, maybe even three parts milk. Well, floating in it. Yeah, really cold mm, milk. It should be the majority I milk. very rule, perhaps. I, I think, yeah. I think the, the... I don't think the milk should lift the cereal off of the bottom of the bowl. I think it should just be up to... So there's still cereal above the line of oh, no, the water line. It depends on the density of the cereal that you've purchased. Any um, cereal does, expert, but I don't think it should be floating. Can I, can I say sorry, something? Alan. I'm sorry, Alan. I'm sorry, Alan. I have talking to say all it. Of it. I have to say it. I don't think it should be floating. But it should be covered. You know what? It's two to one is two. I'm sorry. Covered in milk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're bickering about cereal. <laughs> I love it when you boys argue about cereal. I love it Alan, when we discuss ratios. Dry cereal... <laughs> I'm with you on that. It is a little bit, I'll get a job sometime next year. Oh. I mean, I just worry. Decadent. There's something about the man in the boxer shorts sat there eating cereal out of the packet. I'm not a fan mm. of that look. I do think, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to try and defend her slightly here. No, good, do. I think it was... And a, me. Okay. I'm happy to. I think it might have been for the gram. I don't think she ever had that. In the original post of the serial that you're talking about, you're mm. offering forth as evidence. Right. She says something like, he spoils me or he looks or after, he me, looks or, after yeah, me. He keeps like me healthy, to quote the exact word. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. We okay. forget that you're a fan of her lively feet. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the forensic witness is in. Mm. So he said, what, he, it keeps me, he keeps me healthy? He keeps me healthy. Oh, but that's Which I think if I was going to argue for her defence, this would be the crux of it. <laughs> he keeps me healthy. All right, so she's personalising made... the brand fake? No, she's saying someone else has made that for her. Yeah. So can I say, mm. it is entirely possible, she took a picture of it, said, oh, isn't it nice, he keeps me healthy, he made me brand flakes <laughs> with strawberry, and then she tipped the whole thing away. It's oh. possible yeah. Yeah. she never drank there's no, well, there's no pictorial evidence of her eating the milk. Do you know what I don't like? I don't like he keeps me healthy because it feels like what she was trying to say is he keeps me regular. And I, I, I don't like that on a lively Instagram feed. No. This is Frank Skinner. So we're talking about Kylie... Give it a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We've been talking about Kylie Jenner mm. and whether or whether she didn't lie about having eaten cereal before. I mean, it's kind of a... It's an, it's quite an innocent lie in the grand scheme of things, Gareth, but yeah. you seem yes, to feel Yes, you could it's... argue there's other things going on in the world with more other? import. Oh. <laughs> Other lies that should be delved into. We've well, all told the food lie. We've all told the food-based lie. Yeah. yeah. I might have gone to the bathroom in a drink once, in a glass once, and pretended to my babysitter, Mrs. Lion, it was apple juice. Oh no! I did. Did she drink the apple juice? No, she wasn't an idiot. 
<laughs> she said, I know what this is. Oh, did she? <laughs> you said, no, it's apple juice. No, she, she, she knew full well what I was up to. That's a, that's a mean prank that you were going for. I know, I think I was a bit of a sociopath looking oh. back. Yeah. Has it haunted you? Because I am haunted by the lies of my childhood. Oh, yeah. I find myself... Go on. I um I once got very upset. I got upset. I used to get upset when I got told off at school and yeah. cry. Yeah. And it was too much. And babyish. they were like, people would be yeah, exactly. babyish. It was babyish. <laughs> and um, the teacher would be like, "Is there anything else going on that's why you're this upset?" <laughs> and then that gives you a reason to yeah, totally. come up with something, doesn't it? Yeah, I heard. Oh, that. I love the. Is there anything else going so, on? Get I out. So cool. I thought. Um, love it. <laughs> I thought, uh, and I might have said this on the show before. Um, readers will, you know, hey, look fine. back at the feed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, I can, I said, yes. So is there anything else going on? And I go, yes, I'm, my grandfather's died. <laughs> now, I can't say that that was a full lie because he had died. Ten years earlier. Long before I was born. <laughs> <laughs> so what did they say? <laughs> well, they, well they, they gave me the sympathy. They didn't ask for a <laughs> time of death. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, that was their first mistake. Well, the paperwork. Yeah, they didn't ask for paperwork. They just gave me the sympathy that went with that. If I was a primary school teacher, I would ask to see death certificates. <laughs> because I think that scam goes on a lot. The old oh, yeah. grandparent switcheroo. Sure. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I lied one I do I lied a lot when I was a child. I lied. I said my dad was the film critic Barry Norman, <laughs> which was quite. And I, the reason Impossible I did it. Impossible to verify. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. the reason I did it was because everyone would say, "So, what's your dad done?" Then I don't understand. Is he like, and and they didn't understand because I'd have to say, "Well, he interviews poets and philosophers oh, yeah, and yeah. weird people mm. and prisoners, people in prisons, <laughs> car thieves, car thieves and prisoners." That was my Fleetwood well, Mac song. Well, wide-ranging interviews. Yeah, he just did weird, serious things that. So I thought, you know what, someone finally asked me and I was so sick of their disappointed response. Mm. I just lied. I said, oh, it's Sir Barry Norman. So I thought, he's not <laughs> quite famous enough that I can get caught out. Ah. But then, of course, they said, um, why is he called Barry Norman and you're called Emily Dean? <laughs> yeah. And I said, oh, he changed his name. <laughs> nice. But we didn't take the name. Mm. And to keep on the charade, you were constantly eating pickled onions. <laughs> well, do you know what? Lovely Barry Norman reference mm. there. Was but he eating pickled onions? I he's don't got remember. a brand of pickled onions. He did oh, have. I yeah, think he's no... Have. Can he, I Jen said, he was a film critic. Can we check if he's with us? Um, he's not still oh, alive yes. at 85. Oh, I said he had. Oh, did, did mm. he? He's not still alive at 85. But I think the pickled onions are still around. I didn't know that he was mm. a pickled onion guy. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that he yeah, wasn't baby. my father because I started <laughs> to actually believe. I felt a bit... I know it's weird, but when I would watch film 79, I had slight abandonment issues, to be honest with you. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've uh, had a message in about your crown, Emily. 165 has texted... Oh. You should be glad you've not got to have an implant. My husband broke his front How tooth dare you? and had to have an implant. No change not... from £3,000. Shut up. I'm assuming that's a typo and they're meant to put a dot and so it was 30 quid, really. I don't know why I'm playing that. It's, it's to dramatic. indicate and being a pirate. It's a dramatic Maybe. amount. Yeah. 
That is... Yeah, it needs that level of drama, Hal. Yeah. 3K. Three grand. Mm-hmm. I haven't got that knocking around. Also, oh, <laughs> Anupa's... Um, uh, on 550 yeah. has ploughed in and said I'm also a dentist in Wolverhampton I'm with Terry on this one buy cheap do- buy twice regards oh. so he's saying but go for the higher quote I don't want to buy twice <laughs> I'm not quite Shane McGowan yeah <laughs> it, we should say done. he's had his teeth all done and they look absolutely lovely do they yeah <laughs> they really do <laughs> I'd say I mean they're first class those teeth I should we've been talking about lies this morning haven't we yes. in <clears throat> honour and celebration of Kylie Jenner who's been lying about her Instagram. Misremembering. Well, li- misremembering as to whether yeah. she'd eaten cereal. I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt. We should get people yeah. to text in. I don't in. think I should, really, because she is one of those monsters that eats dry cereal. Yeah, we don't like that. My, uh, my gran... Um, my gran? Once, once put um, marmalade on top of a Weetabix and ate it in front of me. Oh... <laughs> I felt dehydrated just watching it. Now, this Shortly is... afterwards, she was put in her home. <laughs> I don't think the two are unconnected. I love the ending to that story. Yeah, yeah. Poignant ending. I went a little bit Alan Bennett again, didn't I? <laughs> Shortly afterwards, she Bleak. was put in her home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then a rather unsavoury character turned up with driving gloves. <laughs> I've got driving gloves. I know, I know. Love I realised that as soon as I said it. <laughs> love them. Can I say also, it would be nice for our readers to text in, wouldn't it? Mm. Sort of white with lies. lies. Yeah. Text us in on eight twelve fifteen. I mean, I'd like you to stick mainly to white lies. Childhood lies, should we say that, do you think? Yeah. Childhood yeah. lies is good. Babyish lies. Babyish lies. Babyish I don't lies really do adult ones. You know, everybody well, says... that's oh, not what I've heard, mate. Everyone says, oh, what lies do you use for being late or something? I'm so lazy that I don't really tell lies like that. I will just say to the person, oh, sorry, I'm late. I set off too late. That's, so that's the level of... Or it could be that I've just got so little imagination <laughs> that I can't come up with anything else. Like, oh, yeah, I tripped up or whatever. Is that a thing that people... <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> bear in mind, shit, I yeah. couldn't even tell the truth about a tooth, a loose yeah, tooth you might be the floating around my ask. mouth. Right. But I do think there's something specific about the childhood lie, though. Yeah. Because you're bad at it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? There's no... You haven't learned the art of lying at that age. I had a friend... Uh, I went to a house and the mum used to say to me, I wanted to show off that I was sophisticated and grown up. She'd ask about As a food. child. <laughs> Funny that. You had yeah. weird wants there. Very strange. You know, I wanted everyone to think I was very adult. Mm. So right. she would say, oh, what do you like? And I'd like, I'd say, I love mushrooms. Because I knew <laughs> no other children liked them. I'd say prawns, that's my favourite. She said, once she said, uh, oh, do you like liver? Challenging me, throwing down mm. the gauntlet. I said, I love liver. My mum cooks it <laughs> for my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so next, why did I add that on? Liars always, there's always too much information with yeah, liar. Yeah, they, they overcompensate by giving you extra information. Wow, I'll tell you what she gave me, extra liver. Oh, <laughs> When no. I went round there, I gagged, I wrecked, my eyes watered. She knew I was a liar. But, she, but you got it down, yeah. <laughs> oh, I got that down, me. <laughs> I needed to, pre- yeah, I, I didn't want her to think I was a liar, for heaven's oh, sake. That's disgusting. That's more disgusting than marmalade on a Weetabix. Do you know what? Liver, liver's hot. It took me about 90 minutes to eat that <laughs> piece of liver. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. We're talking about um, some lies we told when we were kids. You know, I don't, I don't, and I'd like you to text in on 8, 12, 15. I mean, don't tell us if you, you, know, you lied to your wife about what was going on. With that babyish female lies. colleague of you. Yeah, babyish lies. Babyish lies. This morning, yeah. I, I told everyone my father was Barry Norman. So um, those are the kind of... That's how I rolled. 
I once... Um, Gareth said, well, we should say, in case anyone wasn't listening earlier, you uh, said your grandfather died. Yes, which he had, but before I was born. <laughs> you never met him. I was. I think I was over it. So it's kind of like you but being upset about Abraham Lincoln dying, <laughs> yeah. isn't it, to be honest? I'm quite which excited about getting old enough to be able to lie. I think there's a sort Ooh, of... Just a, you then. I think there's a chapter of life, you know, plus 70 years old, where people can say stuff and no one's going to challenge you on it because it's from so long ago. <laughs> like, my father-in-law just introduced the fact that he'd done boxing when he was a kid. And really? even his own children were like, hang on, you've never mentioned that he did boxing before. I think there's something joyful about that. Yeah, like, and you're accusing him of when lying. When I'm in my 70s and 80s, I'll, yeah. It's your father-in-law. I'm absolutely you're certain. You're accusing your father-in-law <laughs> of being a liar. I'm absolutely certain that it's made up. <laughs> wow. He might have walked past a boxing gym or Brave you know, tried on some gloves or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But I don't believe that he did boxing. <laughs> But, you know, when I'm an old He's man, gonna I'm going to have, have been a karate <laughs> champion. I'll calling have had his trials. father-in-law a liar on Absolute Radio this morning. Yeah, I think I'm looking forward to that chapter. I mean, I didn't challenge him on it because I mainly thought, oh, I can't wait to be old enough for nobody to challenge the stuff I say. Well, I think you are challenging him on it now. And I think the only, way to, the only way to find out is mm. I think we should put on a boxing match between <laughs> Alan and... It's fine, it's fine. He's an old man. I've worked the floor with him. Wow, with his boxing training, you might be surprised. He might not. He what might not music? Have for that, it is, what music it is would he have on his way to the ring? We have lost the summer wine. I'd love Father that. Father and son. Yeah, that'd be good. Sorry, um, you were saying something. Did you? Were you saying you had you had another lie? Well, yeah. worst thing I ever did. There was this kid in my class the who I... The factually worst thing you've ever done can I be discussed so. on Breakfast Radio. That's pretty good. Is it worse good. than losing mm. a tooth in front of the editor of Cosmopolitan? The worst thing I'm going to come clean about <laughs> <laughs> that I'm not still currently lying about, Yeah. Um, I once put a drawing pin on a classmate's chair. Why did you do that? To cause him to physical harm. <laughs> to pierce his flesh with a, to pierce, a spike. Yeah. Emily looks horrified. I feel about that. No, well, I yeah, think it's mean. There's a cartoon aspect to it, isn't there? there is, Where yeah, it yeah. seems like you know, it's a bit like putting a banana skin out. You're not aware of. When the... you say banana skin, uh, the drawing pin is. Um, yeah, it's potentially it's quite and I damaging. Also, yeah. I fixed it in place with blue tack as well. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> That's bad, isn't it? A okay, hundred of them as um, well. <laughs> this is where things are getting a little more dark. <laughs> You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. Uh, oh, it's the Frank Skinner Show. Yes, On that's Absolute right. Radio. I'm Emily Dean. I'm joined by Gareth Richards this morning. Hello. I'm joined by Alan Cochrane this morning. What's that? <laughs> He's sticking with that. It's not going anywhere. Really? We've got a lot going on this morning. We've had text-ins about how much will my new replacement crown cost me. Yep. We've had... Oh, we're also talking about babyish lies. Yes. So silly lies you told when you were a child. Um, here's one I told. I was living in Australia. That's not a lie, by the way. I did live in Australia. And, and our neighbour, who is called Gwen... 
She didn't have children. But Gwen. She, Gwen. Shout out to Gwen. Well, shout out, I, I think, uh, I don't know if Gwen's still alive at 105. All right. But Gwen, by the way, can I just say I am allowed to do an Antipodean accent. I have the passport to prove it, OK? If there's any right. concerns about that, I'm allowed. Uh, Gwen asked me, I was looking through in her garden, and Gwen asked me, uh, she said, do you grow any plants at school? What do you grow at school? I didn't know how to answer that. Because this was Australia in the 70s. Well, it's a yes or no question, Emily. Well, we barely read at school in Australia <laughs> in the 70s. Grow things? Are you kidding me? Your own, maybe. So What did you say? I didn't sort of understand. I didn't come from that sort of a family. I didn't understand people <laughs> growing things and plants. So you know what I said? I said, yes, we grow potatoes. <laughs> and you know what she said to me? Mm-hmm. Don't lie. <laughs> oh, no. She called me on it. Excellent. I could never spend time with her again. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. So <laughs> tell us if you have any lies similar to that. Yes, I mentioned that I once put... Well, I didn't get to the lying bit. Go on. I put a drawing pin on a classmate's chair. Ouchie. Um Which is on the psychopath's test, yeah. I believe. Um, the problem was it. he didn't sit on it, but a boy in another in the next class actually sat on it and um, did I think it did puncture the skin so I'd forgotten I'd done it and then I was called into the teacher's office I'm not surprised I walked in she had the drawing pin on the blue tack on the end of her finger (laughs) (laughs) giving her a sort of a Cruella de Vil vibe (laughs) And, and pointing at me as if to accuse me with the very weapon I'd used. Oh dear. I like the idea of her doing the setup before you walked into the office. I'll yeah. just put this blue tack here. Yes, to see and to see how I reacted. How did you react? <laughs> I emptied my bowels. <laughs> oh, oh my god. <laughs> no, I did, no, this I didn't. No, I okay. Didn't. And no, she said, Does this this mean anything to you? Hmm? I was like, mm. Mm, let me think. <laughs> no, I don't know. And I just Lied. You stole lied. it out, yeah. Good man. Mm. And to this day, I still feel bad about it. Do you? I'm sorry, Mrs. Shepherd. <laughs> oh. I'm Mrs. sorry. Shepherd? I, li- yeah. I lied, yeah. She she a, sounds a bit biblical. I wouldn't lie to her. She had a difficult flock with you there, didn't she? Oh, wow. Yes. I, lo- I love that word you're doing. <laughs> Thanks very much. Any readers' lies? Have our readers oh, been yeah. telling any lies? They strike um, me as quite an honest bunch. Four three one has mm. messaged. For whatever unknown reason, I thought it would be cool to tell my teacher at the age of seven that I didn't have a middle name, <laughs> just to be different from the other kids in the class. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, my friends still think that's true. It's not. My middle name is Daniel. <laughs> I love, yeah. sorry, I like the idea that you think you'll come across as some Kurt Cobain character yeah. because you don't have a middle name. <laughs> the teacher's going to be at home thinking, Phew, that's well, the, cool not having a middle name. The producer just revealed uh, a lie that she told. Um. She, it's not to do with, uh, it's nothing prof- unprofessional, fortunately, but she said that she took a, uh, was it a jumper, Daisy, back to a shop and when the woman refused... <laughs> She said, it's for my sister, she's housebound. <laughs> I mean, that's an extraordinary thing to say. And I suspect it it's is. the sort of lie that works, because it's vague, mm-hmm. and it sounds vaguely medical, but it's non-specific. Mm. And didn't you say to me that it was your identical twin? Because <laughs> it was like... <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio.
fancy going over to Cochrane Cockrell Corner. <laughs> Hot Dad Corner. I wish. I am... Um... I, I wish. <clears throat> I'll tell you what, I'm, um, I'm 43, as I think we've already mentioned on the show, and I'm still making some fundamental, really obvious life mistakes. Like, I've made right. such a clichéd mistake this week <laughs> that I can't um, quite believe... Done? I went to do a massive food shop, you know, I'm like... I'm glad a, you said like food a, shop. It's <laughs> <laughs> not like Gareth's story. I just thought it was going into Gareth's story. No, no, I went to do a massive food shop, you know, like a proper... I, we've got children, and so I was, it was a food shop Don't do the Ocado delivery, no? Nah, Why too, not? too dear. Okay. Um, <laughs> what, what shop were you going to? Uh, I think this one was in a Tesco's, but I do Tesco's. move it around. I, oh, I sometimes okay. go to an Asda, depending mm. on... Depending on where I am that day. Mm. Uh, no, not not price range, just where I am. Yeah, um, but I went really hungry, which I think is one of the most uh, obvious things. You know when people go, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do a food shop hungry. Yeah. And so I'm in there, and if I've, I'd exercised, and then I'd gone straight to the um, uh, the food place. Yeah. So I'm walking around. I got a terrible blood sugar crash. My wife had texted me with some stuff that she knows that we need off the kitchen board. You know when you write it up on the yeah. board. Yeah. And so I've got a photograph of it. I'm starving. And I'm just <laughs> putting everything. I'm just putting everything into. I bought one of everything off every shelf in the <laughs> whole you? of a giant supermarket. Wow. Oh, loads of carbs. I mean, wow. my daughter has gone to pack lunches for school, so I put so many carbs in that it's just unseemly. Like the mm. basket was full of bread. I phoned my wife in a panic halfway through, like a real basic bloke that can't do a food shop, going, "I'm not sure I've got the right stuff." <laughs> I bought. Um, it's very man in a TV ad, that. Yeah, isn't and it? I yeah. hate being a basic bloke because I think I've got some level of pride, and uh, and I bought. Um, oh, this is another in. thing that I can't believe I bought. I bought sandwich boxes for myself. I bought actual. What's like, that then? You know, like you take a packed box? lunch. No, I've never had a packed lunch. Oh my god, I'll show you it in, in a minute. Do you know? I don't think I've ever had a packed lunch. Oh, I've I mean, I must have. I've lunch. been given I've got one. It with me. I'll show people. you my new sandwich box. I've never Brilliant. made a packed lunch. Have you ever had lunch? I've become, <laughs> I've become so boring about my packed lunches. Yeah. I've been bringing food on the road with me, and it's a compartmentalised little lunch box. It's great. It's really, really good. Okay. I bought I bought two different versions of that. Mm. In the same food shop. I hadn't gone there for that. Yeah. I bought a um, a big jar of coffee that was in a cardboard box because it came with a Nescafe presentation mug. You... That's <laughs> what <laughs> oh, so I bought. Lost you your mind. crazy. Just, this guy's I, like Liberace. I saw it in one of those middle aisles and I thought, well, I need a jar of coffee and I could do with a big mug since my Sport Direct one smashed. So uh, I'll have that. And so far I've not had tea in it. I've only had coffee because it feels wrong to drink... <laughs> tea out of a Nescafe branded mug. How was that to do with you being hungry, though? That was just panic. You're going to eat the mug. No, no, it was panic. <laughs> right. I bought a... You know, you know the um, food that is perishing, and so they put yellow stickers on it? Mm-hmm. I got a yellow... All of that. I got a reduced... <laughs> yeah, I got all of that. I hit the frozen stuff in the car before what driving What was the home. perishable good that you bought? Uh, a chicken and ham pie reduced, and okay. I ate that in the car, covered in crumbs, drove home. Do you know what I like about this? Disgusted at myself. Is that you basically bought some coffee, perishable good sandwich, and a plastic Tupperware box. Mm. And to you, that was an Elton John splurge. Oh, no. I bought everything else in the shop as well. Did you? Yeah, I got a weird anxiety at the, at the um, counter because I realised that I didn't have any bags. I, I love that chocolate bar. And though. I thought, I'm going to have to pay for plastic bags. And she went, oh, we haven't got any of the cheap ones. And I'm like, oh, God, more money. Gareth, you know what happened there? <laughs> he so put all the items into his pocket. <laughs> <and he's carried laughs> them 
Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. And we've had some lies in. Have we? Um, 226. Dear G-A-N-D-M-E, I met my wife... When I met my wife, I told her my middle name was Maurice. <laughs> or maybe Morris. Morris. I no, I like. <laughs> I like. Maurice. I like. I hope it's Maurice. Some people call him that. Well, that was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and when we were signing the wedding register, she panicked and blurted out that they had missed off my middle name. <laughs> I told her I didn't actually have one. To which she disappointingly told me, disappointingly told me that I shouldn't be lying already. <laughs> 22 years on, we are still married, Nick and Lincoln. Oh, that's what good. Happy ending. I Beautiful really like look. that. So Facts good relationships look. can be built on lies. Yeah. That's right. That's the message of that. Good lesson. Well, that's um, a great lie, though. Mm, Pretending seven. to be called Morris. But do, do you go Morris or Maurice? I mean, <laughs> I like it. And he had Forster. Maurice. <clears throat> I would go Morris. Okay. But uh, I'm a very plain-speaking individual. I try and avoid all. I love that about you. You speak as you find. I'm a Maurice man. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, Seven eight one. I went for a run when staying in Bournemouth recently. Get you. And oh, yeah, it was, I remember. Big wow. And it was really hot, so I ran in the sea in for Bournemouth. a quick swim to cool down. Then realised my car key was in my pocket. When the car wouldn't start, I had to call the AA. I couldn't admit my stupidity, so without thinking, I said a waiter had dropped a bottle of wine over my bag in a restaurant. <laughs> Worst lie ever. So weird. That's from Bryony. I mean, it was so specific. The <laughs> waiter, that. the restaurant. And that's where she's... You know, you've got to be careful with these lies because then yep. you've got too much... There's too much retention, data retention involved in that lie. Which restaurant? You've then got to commit that, haven't you, to your memory? Yeah, it's too much. And that happened in Bournemouth, where I live, of course, and um, I did actually hear about that. That <laughs> yeah. was talk of the town. <laughs> Big news in Bournemouth. <laughs> right, that, yeah, yeah. That week. I love where I live, of course. <laughs> I just realised that we played a four-minute-long song and I didn't use that opportunity to show you my uh, compartmentalised lunchbox. You heard. Oh, what a shame. Keep things nice, guys. Keep things nice. Honestly, what's it like? You're going to show great. it to us in the it's next. Compartmentalised. Break. I will really? show you it to you in the next oh, song. Something to look um, forward to. But this is. But can you, this um, is a problem. Can you check it out first, please? I, no, I am so wait. boring about this that I caught no. myself showing it to some people that I worked with earlier this week, and they're all around. And I, they were really excited by it. They were going, "Oh, that's a good lunchbox, isn't it?" And I was going, "Oh, it's great. Look at this compartment, and look at this." And then I realised, oh. These are people that are in the industry that I'm in. Perhaps I should be a bit more rock and roll and interesting rather than showing them my compartmentalised Sistema lunchbox. That's your shtick now. That's Five what people pounds, associate Tesco's. you with, is a compartmentalised lunchbox. Mm. So are you going to show us your, lun- your yeah. lunchbox? I can't believe I've just said that you on, said it. on Absolute Radio. It's I, not a euphemism. I'm so it's, sorry. It is a li- literal lunchbox. You led me we'll towards it. We'll put a picture it. up of it on the gram if you want. You it's led really me grammable. towards it. We'll tell you all about Alan's lunchbox after the next really song. Really grammable. About oh, the compartments. No. Oh, please help me. <laughs> Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I had a lovely surprise mm. during that last musical interlude. Alan Cochran, what happened, Gareth? Um, he showed us his lunchbox. Oh, come on. <laughs> and I'm Genuinely useful. Frank, I'm really kit. sorry about Delighted this. to announce that it is pink with purple trim. It was... It was uh, come on. I'm sorry. Come on. No, but it, it, was anyway. a, it was a lovely... It was a lovely blue one. Because lunchbox. we are not playing by society's rules. No, yeah. mm. exactly. Yeah, guys. 
He was so proud of it. Take though. that patriarchy. We Actually, she it... got hers first, and I did suggest a swap, but she said no. We put it on the socials, Al. <laughs> Yeah, it's on social media if you want to see it. It is pink with purple trim. It's great. And then, he, yeah. And then yeah. Good. Looks pricey. Five quid. He was very excitable That's with all bad. his food. I also he? got another one, a different lunchbox oh, that okay. has um, a top more, tray that more has lunch cutlery in it. There's more. <laughs> <laughs> more lunchbox. In lunch that box. one, I, uh, I, I put macaroni cheese that I'd made the other day and I took it with me to my gig and I ate it in my car. But how much can you get in there? Oh, quite a substantial portion. Okay. <laughs> so, um. <laughs> okay, Gareth. Big news this week Go Helena on. Bonham Carter is oh, to play oh, yes. Princess Margaret on The Crown, new series of The Crown. Yep. I love The Crown, but a grand. Of course That's you expensive. do. You do love a crown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she has, she's been fully researching the role. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I read about this. Deeper than you might think, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. She went to see a psychic. Sidekick. <laughs> sidekick. Sidekick. <laughs> she went to see a sidekick. Robin. Yeah. <laughs> um, she, no, we should a psychic say... to go and talk to actual Princess Margaret from That's the other right. side and um, has got been doing research that way straight out of the horse's mouth I think we should do this as a section of the show each week called Mumbo Jumbo News now you're not a clairvoyant fan now no okay what about Um, Eileen Drury I prefer stuff like rationalism I was going to say rations that's Frank (laughs) he's not here this week I don't like that Um, you know um no, I mentioned Eileen Drury. I mean, younger, the Gen Zer in the corner won't know Eileen Drury, but she no, was. I don't. A... I do. I know exactly oh. who you mean. Do you? Well, maybe you care to explain. I should. I should preface this by saying Clive Silas, who's one of our regulars, has got in touch this morning, and I, I enjoyed what he had to say. Oh yeah. He said, "I love it when Divine Miss M hosts because it's like absolute radio '90s without waiting an hour." <laughs> because <laughs> I am good. quite '90s. Yeah. Well, your yeah, reference pr- to Eileen Drury is very '90s. Explain, very 90s. please, Alan Cochran. Eileen Drury was the uh, was she a psychic or a mysticist that um, Glenn Hoddle employed to keep the morale up of the England squad? Oh. Didn't work. It did not work. No, no, it didn't even keep up Glenn Hoddle's personal morale, did it? He no. lost his job. She had uh, what I call the psychic black hair colour. You know, they like to dye oh, the hair yeah, that yeah. particular yeah. shade of black. Mm, goth black. Yeah. Anyway, so I don't know what her, what or who her psychic is, but she seems to have... Does she say it's worked? Was she happy with yes. it? Yes, well, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, the, the job feed, they did? The feedback is um, that she's... Um, Princess Margaret said she's doing a great job. Yeah. <laughs> Which is really. good, because it would be awful if you were a psychic and said, well, I'm sorry to say she's livid. Apparently, uh, <laughs> apparently Princess Margaret said you're doing a great job and Helena Bonham Carter said, how do you know? It's not even been TX'd yet. <laughs> That's transmitted for anybody not in the biz. And uh, and Princess Margaret's uh, ghost, if you like, said it's fine, I've seen the rushes. Um, <laughs> some more, some more. Very specific. Well, also, yes, because the exact words, I think I meant that she said um, Princess Margaret gave very positive feedback. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think spirits went for that sort of David Brent office speech much. <laughs> Re your proposal moving forward. I don't think ghosts talk like that. Hey, what do you think Princess Margaret's wearing? You know, Frank always talks oh, about yeah, what the, the ghosts um, wear. What they're wearing on the other side. Is she in full ermine, do you think? Good question. What is Princess Margaret's ghost wearing? I love that. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. We're talking about Princess Margaret on Absolute Radio this morning. Well, we're technically talking about Helena Bonham Carter, HBC, um, yeah. 
and how she has been uh, causing a séance, if you oh, like. Yeah, yeah. You know, like a pun on like causing a scene. Causing a Is it scene. like causing a scene? Yes. Yeah. It was like causing a scene, but he did it with séance. <laughs> Hashtag incredible séances. So, yeah. Mm. Um, oh, I love I mean, I could do loads of nice. them, really. Okay. Um, but maybe. But one six two, Jeff has texted excellent stuff on Mumbo Jumbo News. Uh, I think it's going to oh. run and run. Yeah. Uh, do you think all the dead clairvoyants are in the ghost version of Judge Rinder being sued by all the dead people they misquoted? Mm. Oh. It's possible. Yeah, sort of looking back at their t- Instagram feed. Do you know what? I, d- I don't want to get on the wrong side of anyone in a spit it well. On the wrong side. <laughs> it's fine. On the other side. The side. I'm fine with it. Oh, I don't mm. like ghosts when they're angry. I've had terrible problems with <laughs> mine. You? Yeah. you may, you may think... wonder where Helen Bonham Carter... Sorry, I had a stroke. Just stick with um, HBC. HBC. HBC, yeah. where she found this psychic. It was okay. She was already around her house because she was having it de-ghosted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was. Which I don't know any psychics, but I'm guessing that they're a bit you? like builders where mm. they hate that. Like suddenly an extra job being stuck onto the job that they've quoted for. <laughs> you, mm. you know, like if you ask a builder, oh, can you do a garden wall? And then when they're there, you go, actually, could you do my front path as well? They're like, oh, we didn't, it's not in the quote. It's not in the quote, mate. Like, do you think the, the psychic then goes, no, 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 I'm, I've, the quote I gave you was purely for de-ghosting. Mm. It wasn't for speaking to... No, no, no. This, we're going to have to talk money. Well, do you know what, Al? I was at an exorcist, an exorcism once. I'm sorry. No way. Well, it was my godmother's Jeez. house. All right. No, okay. she lived next door. She and was she trying had, to get you to leave. She, well, she had her house exorcised. Oh. Yeah. It was kind of, it was, a, I mean, it was a standard exorcism, really. No prizes for guessing who I was in that, but yeah, it's um we had to we weren't allowed to be near because right. it's something to do with poltergeists. Right, that's what they told us. <laughs> right, I like, mean everyone's had that in their like lives. Like when the medical staff step outside during an X-ray, who yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all waited at a safe distance and then returned. I mean, I, I'm not quite sure. I think she just felt she said a mirror had fallen down in her house, and that's why she thought she had ghosts. Mm. Definitely that, rather than gravity. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I don't know how you'd know if Princess Margaret was on the rampage, but maybe... I've got... B- b- bath running, maybe? <laughs> Just an idea. This is Frank Skinner. We're talking about the ghost of Princess Margaret this morning on Absolute Radio. Well, before we do that, I don't want it to seem like I've lowered the turn of the show, but I've just received an email entitled... Getting out your lunchbox. Alan's lunchbox. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, FEA. Have just seen a picture of Alan's new lunchbox on Twitter. Mm. Made me laugh as I have the exact same one. I am a 23-year-old woman, but I guess the pink compartment lunchboxes cross all barriers. Praise redacted. Oh. She's a woman of of great taste, clearly. Um, Back to Princess Margaret. Yes. I I think we can squarely blame method acting for this, because method acting has inflated how much it costs for actors to do the role. Like, Mm. some actors... 
they inhabit the person and mm. they talk as them for a year, even mm. in between takes. So obviously Helena Bonham Carter knows this. Mm. She can't say, oh yeah, I've done my research, I spent an hour on YouTube watching uh, Princess Margaret being interviewed, I've got the voice. It's basically just an impression. So she's had to go, oh God, what else can I do that they're not doing? And she's thought... She's had to roll out the psychic. I've got that psychic in the house doing the de-ghosting. Why don't yeah. I just get her involved Well, the perfect well? thing for an acting job would be to be possessed by the spirit of the person. Literally possessed that by the spirit useful, of the person you're yes. portraying. Very useful. Who would perfect. you be possessed by the spirit of? Um, it's got to be someone um, dead. Well, OK. <laughs> yeah, I can't I think, think of a better of note on which to end. I'm going to go <laughs> Leslie Joseph in my case. I mean, she's I hope she's alive. OK. I know, but I'm just saying, give it time. Saw her you at know. the theatre only last year. She was wonderful. <laughs> I, can't, I, I love the idea of ending the show on that note. And Leslie <laughs> Joseph at the theatre anecdote. Um, thank you for staying with us this morning. Thank you, Gareth. Thank, thank you, you, Alan. Thank you for having me. We'll be seeing you. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.